This podcast is brought to you by Bonus Room Productions and We Own This Town. I am Jason T. Mears Esquire. And I'm Kelly Hoyle Bullock. And we are San Dimas Today. How's it going, Kelly? JT. Happy holidays, Happy my friend. Happy holidays. It's good to see you, man. I feel like we haven't talked in forever. I know. This is crazy. I, I, we really haven't. I have not seen you in at least a week. I know. It feels like or forever. Maybe. It, 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 <laughs> it, it feels like forever, buddy. So yeah. uh, good to be sitting across the table from you once again. Definitely. Yeah. Um, uh, it's great. It's great that we can sit here and record because we've got stuff to talk about. I know, finally. And also, less than eight months away from Face the Music. That's right. Less than eight months away. We crossed the eight-month uh, threshold, what, uh, just a few days ago. Right, right. I mean, At the time of recording this. The movie is going to be out sooner now than, like, the gestation period of an elephant. So that's pretty amazing. <laughs> I mean... You know, way to contextualize that. I'm just I'm try, <laughs> trying to find an anchor point that everybody can relate to. And the gestational period of an elephant, I think, is mm-hmm. the, exactly the mm-hmm. right one to, to go with. Uh, more importantly, uh, did you get all your Christmas shopping done for the family? I, I did. I did, yeah. Right. Um, picked up the foot washer for uh, my father, Tom. It's a little uh, blue plastic thing with a pumice stone on it that you put at the bottom of a shower. Okay. Uh, so that people who have trouble washing their feet can wash their feet. And I'm pretty sure my father has never listened to this podcast, so I feel completely fine spoiling his gifts. <laughs> so, yeah. It was fine. Uh, my siblings and I threw in on a bicycle for my dad, which uh, it, it, two, it, two, it was a two-part uh, uh, experience. Uh, we ordered it for delivery to a Walmart, and then I had to go there and pick it up. Okay. And that was a sweet, fresh hell I've never dealt with before. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and then getting it into my car so that the doors would shut was like, it barely happened. <laughs> and then made it back home, and this morning I assembled the thing, which uh, I would I would not ride that bike right now. <laughs> we're going to take, take it to a bike shop, get it tuned up. Alan, Godspeed. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Your children have gotten you a death trap. <laughs> And I know the hill that you live on, dude. So, I mean, as soon as he leaves your driveway. Oh, my God. He's that's, toast. Yeah, He's that's, toast. That Sorry, Dad. <laughs> he had a good run. He had a good run. All right. So, we so got, we got a, some stuff to talk about yeah, here. Yeah, we got, a, we got a, a ton of stuff. We we got a bit, a bit of new information recently from an EW exclusive first look. Uh, some three great photos from the set. Mm-hmm. Um my favorite, my absolute favorite, and I'm going to talk about this picture a little bit later, but it, it's Bill and Ted with death. Yes. Just seeing those three together. Our wonderful. legit first look yeah. at death. Yeah. And then uh, Billy, Thea, and Kid Cootie, which uh, really cool photo. And then what, what's the other one? There was a – I think there was a third The other one. one's just the two of them in the phone booth. Yeah. 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 So, um, so we got some information there. I want to talk a little bit about Keanu Day. Okay. Um, some updates that have been made to the IMDb page that people mm-hmm. might not mm-hmm. have paid attention to. And then also want to talk a little bit about uh, Bill and Ted fandom and how it compares to other fandoms because there's been some crazy stuff going on on the internet. I don't know if uh, you out there have been on the internet, but – it is a, a place of opinions with a capital O. Um, opinions with no consequences. Right, exactly. That's which is kind of like our teenage years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, let, let's start with Keanu Day. Um, I don't think this stands. I don't think it happens. If you're if you're not familiar out there, Keanu Day um, has been coined recently because the uh, release dates for both John Wick Four and The Matrix Four. Both happen to fall on May 21st, 2021. Yep. Um, so they've coined it Keanu Day. 
I, I say it doesn't happen. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, it seems like the demographic for both of those movies is the same. You know, I I wonder if it would tear apart the time-space continuum or the fabric of our existence if you actually release those both on the same yeah, day. I don't know. It's insane. It, it, the Venn diagram in this instance is a circle, right? I mean, they both have Lawrence Fishburne in them. It's like, come on. It's not just, it, no way it stands. And then the other really crazy thing is I've seen people calling for face the music to come out on the same day to which i say no thank you no, sir no we're you not, will we're not. not make me wait that much no, longer no. i will not have this no a baby elephant could be born between those yeah, times and yeah, you yeah. know yeah I, I don't need that baby elephant in my life is what i'm saying i will say this i sort of uh, connecting the thread of these movies with uh one of the photos released for face the music and that's where they're in the photo booth and i've had a couple friends uh, female friends mentioned to me that they felt like the fresh Freshly shaven Keanu aged him a little bit. It, it, they I were kind of surprised that he's not keeping, you know, yeah. the wick beard, yeah. which is fine. Mm-hmm. I, you know, hey, I love Keanu. He, yeah. he look, he's a beautiful man any which way you shave it, you know? Literally, when you're talking about the beard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, the thing is, what, what was most interesting to me, one of the new photos, the earlier ones we've seen with him coming in and out of the phone booth, it was, it's like, oh, there, there's Bill and Keanu Reeves. One of the photos I saw recently, Keanu's put on his Ted face and it power of acting, whatever, but it looks like Ted now to me, which is really <laughs> That's cool. Good. That's which, good. Which is really, really cool. I'm very excited about that. Um, so let's talk about the new details we got on the uh, plot from the um, Entertainment Weekly article. I think the first thing is we do have clarification now that it's going to be kind of a nick of time situation, probably mm-hmm. not minute for minute, but... Right, right. But they, they, they have just a... A very short amount of time to save 80, the universe. Right? 80 minutes. So okay. they got 80 minutes. It's now or never, do or die. So yeah. I think that's going to be really cool. Yeah. Um, hopefully Ted will remember to wind his watch. <laughs> so I, I, I think that's great. They charge it this yeah, time. But. Exactly. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, and then the the other thing we learned definitively is that Kid... Kid Cuddy. Kid Cuddy is going to be pay, playing himself. Yep. Which is really cool. It, it mm-hmm. sounds almost... Like, uh, they, they say that he gets thrown throughout time somehow. Like, he, he's traveling all over the place. It almost sounds like a Napoleon-type situation yeah, to yeah. me, which is really cool. Yeah, that's neat. Uh, you know, that that was actually on my wish list mm-hmm. uh, for Face the Music, is that there's some kind of Easter egg callback to Napoleon. Yeah. I, just, oh, I would, would love great. to see that, you know. That would be great. Uh, I, I also like the idea of a modern musician being involved in the shenanigans. We had some of that in Bogus Journey, you know, like with uh, cameos from famous musicians of the time making appearances as themselves, you know, Primus, and then uh, James, I'm blinking on his last name from Faith No More, James Martin. James Martin. Yeah. Jim Martin. Jim yeah. Martin. Yeah. Yeah, Jim yeah. Martin, yeah. So that's cool. I like that that's being carried on. I heard a while back that Alex Winter and Kid Cudi had met a few years yeah, ago. They've been friends for a while. And uh, Kid Cudi evidently just geeked out on how much yeah, he loved yeah. Bill and Ted. And they might have like brainstormed this a little bit, or maybe it was like Ed and Chris when they were writing it. They're like, "Well, we'll have this one part here, and sure, it was filled sure. in with somebody." And kid, that it was like, "Yeah, let me." Like, in. it'll be interesting to see how they do it in, in the film, uh, and if like. Would Kid Cudi be more of the taste of their daughters and not their character's taste? Well, the photo right? is with them and, yeah. their, and their daughters. And and I wonder how much that'll play into the music that's in the film mm-hmm. and what other musical cameos we might have, right? Yeah, right, right. 
really cool. I, I'm very excited about that stuff. So it's not big news, but it's great to get some clarification. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I got to talk about the background of that photo with Bill and Ted and Death. If you look at the background on the wall, there's all this Wild Stallions memorabilia. Yeah, I and saw that's that. really cool. So that says to me that in the third film, Wild Stallions is an established band. They, they did have some success. You know, they might still be somewhat successful, although I still maintain the van that we see because they, they're driving a crappy van again with Wild Stallions on it. I think they probably peaked and then have petered out. And yeah. now they're just kind of like the and two of them, maybe the four of them with the princesses playing. And I, I think they're going to be playing a wedding. Yeah. Well, and I, I wonder if, if Death is even going to still be in the band initially, right? Maybe there was a breakup. And... Yeah, uh, well, uh, Dean Parasot said in that EW thing that – uh, it did not go well. That Death okay. was an original yeah. member of the yeah. was a member of the band, and it didn't end well. Which, so. which that's great. I I, I like that idea because yeah. you know that kind of falls in line with some of those uh, bogus journey credits we sure, saw, right? Sure, sure, sure. So mix a little bit of that in there, which I think we're assuming is not canon, like, right, it, right? Right, not all the way out, right? Right. Um, Though but, if they brought Denomalos back oh, and right. he's married to Missy, that all would, in, yeah, yeah, all in. That would be fantastic. That would be fantastic. Uh, yeah, so. Really cool stuff. Again, not a ton. We'll be back when we get more information. But uh, we thought it was enough to come out for the holidays. And yeah, the yeah. I mean, really, it's the the first big official news, you know, since they kind of shut everything down after filming. So, mm-hmm. yeah. How could we not celebrate that? I know, it's so exciting. And it's Christmas. So, or the holidays. <laughs> um, so, also, uh, news on the composer. Uh, unfortunately, our good friend of the pod, David Newman, will not be composing the third film, which we had suspected he had composed... Uh, the the first two films, loved both the scores, had him on the show, delightful human being, very insightful. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks like the person that they got is rather accomplished as well. I mean, he, um, what's his name, Mark? Mark, we're just going to go with Isham right now, yeah. uh, but maybe we're not pronouncing that right. right. So anyway, <laughs> uh, Mark Isham, much like David Newman, has been nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Uh, for River Runs Through It, yeah. uh, which is a timeless classic in my book. Mm-hmm. What, um, I, I haven't seen it. What was the it that the river runs through? Oh, it, it, it runs through your soul, Jason. Oh. It runs through your okay. soul. All right. So yeah. I, I should probably see it then. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so the the credits for this guy are unbelievable. And the first thing that popped out is a direct connection to our boy Keanu. This guy did the score to Point Break. Oh. That's that, – that, I love it. Love yeah. It. Uh, also did Blade. Blade, yes. Yeah, big fan of Blade. Mm-hmm. Big fan of Blade. Uh, there's a lot of great stuff on here. Most recently did Togo, which is is the one of the new Disney Plus original movies mm-hmm. with Willem Dafoe. And a dog, right? <laughs> is it a dog or a wolf? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, cool World, right before River Runs Through It. Cool remember, World? Remember oh Cool World? Oh, God. <laughs> so he, he, he definitely had the Brad Pitt connection going. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, God, what a terrible movie. So apologies to any of you diehard Cool World fans, but I just remember seeing that and being like, oh. Oh, shortcuts on here. Yeah, yeah. Altman, yeah. Yeah, really cool. Really cool. If you're scoring a film that has Tom Waits in it, you're doing all right. One note of interest is, says here, for Waterworld, it was a rejected score. No. Oh. I'm not quite sure how that works when submitting scores. I imagine this is something that happens time to time. You... Hire a guy, and then the score gets rejected. Yeah, I mean, if he just like turned in yakety sacks or something, <laughs> or who knows, maybe yeah. he hated working on it. Yeah, yeah, who knows? Um, and who knows? deliberately <laughs> submitted a bad score. You know what? Him. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fault anybody <laughs> for walking away from Waterworld. How's that? <laughs> um, but yeah, very impressive. Um, I think uh, for all intents and purposes, it looks like 
the music is in good hands here. Yeah, very very excited about it. Again, bummed that David Newman's not going to be doing it. Yeah. Uh, we know that we, he's worked with Dean Parasot in the past, so my assumption here is uh, Mr. Newman is just too busy. Yeah. Um, and, but it looks like it's capable hands. I'm very excited about it. I would love to talk to the guy to see how he like viewed doing the third film and if he had gone back to look at the score or listen to the score for the first two yeah. to get any sort of inspiration for continuity. Who knows? Yeah, um, but that would be really interesting to find out. Mm-hmm. If only we knew someone with a podcast who could maybe contact them. <laughs> <clears throat> I'll make a call. No. Um, if you haven't heard it yet, uh, you know Jason and I did a really great interview with David Newman uh, during the first season of San Dimas Today. So definitely go back and check that out if you haven't already. Yes, please, please. Um, <laughs> I was looking over IMDb. A few other things um, just of note. Uh, there, there's going to be a couple prisoners, so we might actually see a prison scene. Um, there's San Dimas SWAT is listed. Um, we, we the the other interesting part of, of Kid Cuddy, which I, I I meant to bring up, is that we had speculated, and there had been speculation that he was playing Jimi Hendrix. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we addressed this at the past when th- this yeah. news broke, but it's actually going to be Dasman still playing. Hendrix. Okay. Yeah, and uh, there, there's also going to be Louis Armstrong and okay. a, a few other musicians that have been confirmed but are not up on IMDb. Yeah. Which, interesting. I don't I don't know how IMDb works as far as, like, stuff getting listed. If it's just kind of like Wikipedia, people volunteering and updating information, or, I don't know. Yeah. IMDb, call us. We'd love to find out how this works. Maybe production teams just have people that kind of stay on that. Yeah. And if they see bad info, they'll have it removed. Right, right. It, because it is interesting, like on IMDb, certain people do not have character names listed. Like Kid Cootie does not have a character name. There's a couple other actors, like uh, Anthony Kerrigan. They've not announced his name yet, which that's fine. Keep the mystery going. It's all right. <laughs> all right. So, uh, another pop culture news that's kind of relevant to us the latest Star Wars movie came out. Uh, yes. Rise of the Jedi. No, uh, Rise of the Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. It's uh, good though. Yeah, Thanks for playing, Jason. Yeah, yeah, I don't. You know, I got two kids. Um, it boggles my mind the reaction to this movie. I haven't seen it. You have, mm-hmm. but uh, the reaction to the last two movies. It, it, Star Wars has one of the whitest fan bases of all time. Sure, of all time, and the reaction to both of these films have been on extremes of both sides. F- quote fans unquote either love these movies or hate these movies. And there's very little middle ground from like, you know, quote, true fans, end quote. It, 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 it baffles me that people like who love the Star Wars so much hate Star Wars so much. Yeah. It, it, it's I feel like me. there's a lot of false nostalgia mixed in with that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. That I think, I just think those films get revered in a way where if you were really break it down and take a critical approach to any of those movies, they're not that great. They're, the concepts are really cool. Mm-hmm. And at the time when they first came out, nobody was doing anything like that before. Right. And I think that's what originally makes them stand out. But I think these things that the super fans are holding so tight to, like they're, like they're baseball fans or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it gets a little silly. Yeah. Um, I mean, you are already watching silly movies. <laughs> Yeah, it, I, <laughs> looking back, I mean, my parents were my parents walked out of Star Wars when they saw it. it. It came out the year before I was born. 
they walked out. They didn't get it. They didn't like it. So it, it wasn't a major presence in my house. But as a kid, I had all the toys. I'd seen all the movies. I feel for like for our generation, it was revered because it was one of the first mainstream nerd culture things. And it, it, the special effects for the time were phenomenal. Yeah. You I know? mean, you're, when you are looking at stuff you've never seen or thought possible before, that's really what was happening, yeah. at least in, for me. And, and George Lucas did a great job of synthesizing synthesizing Joseph Campbell's hero's journey. Like it, the, the plot just lines up perfectly with that. There's reverence to these old serials that George Lucas grew up on. I get it. I get why people love it. But we, I, I, I feel like growing up, even though my parents didn't like it, it was ingrained in me that this is the most important movie of all time. Yeah. That this is the movie. This is the movie. And this really, really like, and again, if you like star Wars, that's awesome. Love star Wars. It's great. I've, seen all of the movies except the most recent one um rise of the bread maker <laughs> um it, it, but it, it boggles my mind and and i was thinking about this because i co-host a podcast that's about bill and ted's excellent adventure and bogus journey and about bill and ted fandom which we are two of the biggest bill and ted fans that there are out there right but our fandom is so much more low-key you know like yeah yeah uh, Online, I have seen people um, complaining about the casting of uh, the daughters as opposed to having sons. You know, people complaining about that, but it, it's not gotten anywhere near the viratrol that that Star Wars has. And yeah. a lot of it is, I mean, we're we're more of a uh, niche base for sure. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, like people who love Bill and Ted love Bill and Ted. And if, right. if you... The, a little bit of difference in the box office receipts between Bill and Ted and Star Wars. I don't know. Have you, have you looked into that? Are you, are you speculating? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just speculating. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you know, we'll assume you're probably correct. But it, it, it's... I, I don't know, man. Like, um, if you love something and if you're a fan of something, allow that to be part of your personality. But yeah, don't yeah. allow it to be the thing that you identify with most. You know, there's... yeah. Like everything external, the chances of it letting you down for not meeting some sort of hypothetical perfection that you have in your brain for it, it just... Yeah, and and I, for one, had a great time seeing the movie, and I think I went in with the right expectations, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. (laughs) You know, you're going to go see laser swords. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Like, enjoy the laser swords, right? Like, the lightsaber battles were awesome. It's great. Emperor Palpatine, how they brought him back? Who knows? <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> who cares? Yeah, uh, I don't. I, I don't know. So, uh, you know, with with face the music, right? I, I've got a few things that I, I'm really hopeful for that, okay. that I would like to see. Okay. And if I don't see him, I'm gonna be okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would love to see a scene where Bill and Ted are forced to quote music again. I know that you didn't like that in Bogus Journey as much as I did, <laughs> but I would love to have that as a as a uh, carry through. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping they don't use a gay slur in this one. I hope that one is not carried yeah. through. And yeah. I, 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 I feel like we're going to, we're going to get that wish granted. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm really excited to see what musician cameos are going to be cooked up in this one. I hope there's a few. You yeah, know? for sure. For sure. Um, I feel like that would, that's going in the spirit of both films. Mm-hmm. So. Man, uh, you know, I'm not hopeful, but I'd love to see station again. Yeah. Not hopeful, but yeah. I would love to see Station. I think it'd be nice. That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> um, you know, Death is in it. William Sadler's back. So I mean, that that's a a big check right there. Yeah, you know, just a lot, lot of speculation on if there's a potential relationship between Death 
and uh, Kerrigan's or Corrigan's character. Is it Kerrigan? Is it Kerrigan? I think it's Sorry. No. I'm, I'm probably mixing him up with Kevin Corrigan. Yeah. yeah. The great <laughs> Kevin Corrigan. Right, right. right. Did great. Who uh, did an excellent job playing Dan Bejar in that one new porn Yes, yes. They just, look just like each other. Amazing. So crazy. Love it. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So I, I, I think this thing is shaping up to be like a lot of fun despite my extreme extreme love of bill and ted i'm 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 talking to our producer michael about this earlier there's very little that this movie could do to sour me on bill and ted mm-hmm. and uh those things that they would do i trust the writers and directors and i trust alex and keanu enough yeah. that if it was going to go in that direction that i would not like that it wouldn't be getting made right now i agree yeah. i agree uh keanu alex Ed and Chris, yeah, they're all involved. They are. So. They, are. They, they, uh, they were heavily influential in actually getting the thing off the ground. So thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Is that about do it? We got anything else? To uh, you know what? Out uh, there? One other thing that I'm, I'm trying to put together, you're not on the Facebooks anymore, so you wouldn't know this. I'm trying to figure out a place in Nashville for us to have a Bill and Ted release party on uh, the date of the release oh, okay. of Bill and Ted. So either right. that or the Saturday after, I would like to just great idea. find some place for some diehard Bill and Ted fans to come out, celebrate the new movie, discuss it, have a couple of drinks, and just you know be excellent to each other. That sounds great. Yeah. So uh, if you're in the Nashville area or would like to come to the Nashville area, August 21st or 22nd, date and time to be determined, uh, to join us in some drinks and discussing Bill and Ted, we'd love to see you. So. Sounds great. And then I'm, I'm hoping that we will still uh, we'll do an, uh, our second annual Bill and Ted Day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Might, talking about maybe doing a trivia night, right? Yeah, so, yeah. 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 I think that would be that's the right next step. I think so. I think that would be but, a lot of fun. But, you know, listener feedback yeah. is always welcome. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, also, we're going to get a teaser before we get a trailer. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming the teaser is going to be something like after 30 years – it's time for Bill and Ted to face the music, and that's it. Maybe a little air guitar. Yeah, yeah, that maybe some air guitar. <laughs> Add that to my wish list. Okay, air guitar, please. Yeah. Yes. Think, think they'll do it? <laughs> I don't know, man. Fifty-fifty. <laughs> Kelly, it's been great seeing you again, um, guys. We will be back as soon as there is more information to report, discuss, and dissect. Um, hope you're all doing very well out there. Um, and- yeah, and with that, we we always want to thank Michael Leeds, and we own this town which is na- voted Nashville's best podcast network. Yeah, literally it's in print. Uh, we're so happy to be a part of it. It's been a great year, it, it's and really- we're looking forward to many more episodes. Yeah. I want to thank Scott Brecklin and Scooby Toons Music for the use of the most excellent song, Walk Away. Uh, and as always, be excellent to each other. Yeah, and this holiday season, party on, dudes. I am Jason T. Mears, Esquire. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. Throwing me for a loop, are we? Oh, God. (laughs) I am am Jason T. Mears, Esquire? (laughs) 